Welcome to the Contractor Commute, a podcast by Congenius designed to fit right into your daily drive. Whether you're a small business owner, an employee, or off contracting on your own, we've got advice, stories, and leadership tips to help you out along the way. All right, welcome to this edition of the Contractor Commute. I am Drew, joined with Ben here, and we are uh, going to talk today about a really exciting subject. Oh, <laughs> oh man, yeah. this is going to be a killer. Let's talk about, a, let's talk about some nerds. Kidding. Yeah. Um, why you need an accountant. Um, so uh, it might not sound up front like an exciting thing to talk about, needing an accountant, but uh, it is a critical part of owning a business and owning and operating a business that uh, that works. So I know we're, we're talking to fellow business owners, uh, why you need one, the impact of having one. And how to have a, a good relationship with one. And I think, um, you know, one of the things uh, we, we talk to customers here frequently in the construction contracting business and had one last week that he's like, yeah, man, I just uh, I just kind of hope at the end of the year I don't get some scary letter from the IRS. I'm not really sure if I'm doing it right, but, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll deal with that if it happens. <laughs> and it was uh, kind of that classic. Uh, yeah, I, I don't need that sort of mentality. But in my mind, I'm like, man, you really need an accountant. So let's talk about uh, why uh, why an accountant. But um, first, let's let's jump into why why guys don't do it. Um, because we, there's a lot of t- reasons and excuses and uh, reasons why people don't do it. So what are some of the top reasons uh, people don't uh, don't hire an accountant? Yeah, I wish I didn't have personal experience yeah. <laughs> in this realm of, of not having one. But one thing I gather from that is uh, just understanding the motivations here. Let's let's break it down, right? Because uh, there are some negatives, as we talked about. Uh, accounting is not something that's exciting to us contractors, right? right. You know, I mean, it's just somebody, anybody that's built things before, you want to get out and build. It's the thing that we sometimes procrastinate, defer. Mm-hmm. We just don't want to deal with this whole part of things. Yeah. And then we're not sure who to hire. We're not sure if that person is qualified to represent us. We're not sure if they're going to be doing it right. Uh, and we don't want to be taken advantage of. And then I think a big part of this too is uh, they're throwing around big words that we've never heard of before, tax codes, regulations. And mm-hmm. like we know when yeah. they're talking to us about it, you know, yeah. oh, we got this right off a 179 deduction, you know, or whatever. And did you do that? Uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't want to look like an idiot. Right. And, um, and so a lot of times we hand off certain aspects of accounting to an accountant. Right. Other stuff we keep close to us, we'll take care of it, and we're back to the whole "we'll do it ourselves" yep. kind of a thing. You know, yeah, you gotta, want something done right, do it yourself. Stack of bills due, stack invoices send out, papers, yep. you know, and we'll do the best we can do. Yep, right. Get a and bag we're of receipts not somewhere. The and yeah. and there are aspects of that that might not be a problem. Mm-hmm. There are certain owning your bookkeeping, not a bad thing, but we have some traps there, right? With some dangers. Mm-hmm. So. There we go. I mean, we can have some family member do it too. That'd be the other strategy. Yeah. Let's just go hire the fresh out of college, fresh out of high school. She can help me. He can help me. Um, so there's there's a there's a temptation there yeah. in response to the negative side of just we'll handle it. Right. So a lot of times we do instead of hiring a professional, someone who's uh, good at what they're doing, we do what we tend to do, which is be like, ah, oh, I got it. I'll do it myself. Right. right? And so uh, there's some pitfalls of doing it yourself or having a, a family member do it. Um, but we, we get into this thing, right? Like if you want something done right, you got to do it yourself. Or we don't want to pay $150 an hour for somebody to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How hard could it be? You right. Know? Yeah. For 10 bucks an hour, I can get that or $15 an hour. I can have yeah. somebody else do that. Yeah. So I think it is true. Like when you talk about the cost of it, there may be parts of it that you can do yourself. So talk to me about that. Or what are things that maybe uh, guys could be doing themselves and maybe when should they be bringing somebody on? We need to know our limitations. Mm-hmm. It's not always really clear. So what are we trying to have that person do? What is their proven skill? Have they done it before? 
is this their first time? We don't want to be that guy that's paying for somebody else to learn on our expense necessarily. That can be very expensive. Um, and then really keeping a nice clear delineation between things I can do and the things that I don't have experience doing. It's like in the trades, right? I mean, if I'm not an HVAC professional, charging a, you know, a, comp yeah. a compressor is probably not the thing I should be doing. Right. A few things might go wrong. Yeah. 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 I'm a big believer in, uh, in paying, finding a professional for things, right? Who, who's a pro at this and who's the best at it and how do you get them doing it? I think when it comes to uh, managing your taxes, managing money, having a strategic outlook on your, your business's financial health, you know, getting someone, that's what they do. Yep. All day, every day. And potentially they might even do it for other construction or contractor businesses. So they understand the realities of working what you you're working so. with. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. they've helped guided other people through similar challenges you're trying to navigate through. They could be, you know, a tour guide because they've they've been there before, right? Yep. Um, so what are the uh there's some realities if you don't do it, right? There are some realities and dangers of doing it yourself. Uh what are some things that can go wrong if you take a DIY approach to your accounting? One of the big things you touched on, kind of the ramification of having somebody that's not an expert do it yourself, is it's more, while the hourly rate might be cheaper, you more have more hours involved in doing it. Mm -hmm. So it dilutes your time from doing the things that you're really awesome at. Yeah. Because now you're functioning as an accountant, which is not your primary role. So you're learning, you're researching, you're trying to get it right, where somebody that knows how to do that can accomplish it a lot faster. Mm -hmm. So the $100 an hour they charge gets a lot more done. Yep. Similar to a painter that paints all the time is going to come in there and knock something out. And say, how did the guy do it that fast? The lines are cut quick, you know, was probably his first time doing it. There's sloppy lines. It takes forever, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. So I think there's the risk is it ends up getting done wrong. It takes so much of your time to get it done. Uh, and also, the reality for us is we don't want to get audited at the yeah. end of the year either. Yeah, you ever gotten a letter from the IRS in the mail? Nah, <laughs> <laughs> <I have. laughs> that thing sat on the counter for three days. I'm like, I don't even want to yeah, know. What's I got inside one. Of that. Uh, yeah, not that long ago, actually. It was, uh, yeah, it was a, a state tax filing. Yeah, and basically, they the uh, report was filed quarterly, and uh, and they wanted it filed annually. And it was really a relief to be able to just hand that off and say, fix it, yeah. instead of me having to go through figure out first off what's going on, why the ta what does the state think I owe them tax, right. And I could just pass it off to the accountants and say, handle it, please. And they yeah. say, oh, yeah. Oh, oops. You know, yeah. We'll take care of it. Yeah. You know? And let them be the expert. Let them educate Absolutely. you on what you need yep. to be educated on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let the, the surprises. Pro be pro. Man, who wants surprises? No. no none of no, that. No, it's like yeah. the guy yeah. I was talking to, right? Like, hey, yeah. I just hope at the end of the year I didn't do something wrong. It's like, <sighs> whoa, you know, it's a, it's a lot of anxiety and stress that I, I was stressed out for him, you know? Um, so let's talk more specifically, like, what, what is the role of an accountant? Okay, so we talked about the dangers of not having one, but let's talk more specifically, uh, what can an accountant do for you? Yep. What should you be looking them to do? If you're someone who's listening, is like, yeah, I'm not quite sure. I just do like TurboTax at the end of the year and I think it's good. Uh, why should they consider getting an accountant? Accountant is the person that you consult with or that expert that's there for your company to make sure that you're successful in your finances. So that can look like a lot of different things. We readily identify, number one, with taxes, particularly federal tax returns at the end of the year. Mm -hmm. um, so, But th their role is more diverse than that. An accountant is that bookkeeper, that person that processes the payroll for you. And it's not going to look the same for everybody. But the role in your business is really kind of touching back to what we were going on as far as earlier on the what you what you are good at, what you're not good at. The accountant supplements that, takes care of the things that you're not good at, like the bookkeeping, the reports, the analysis, knowing at where you're at as a business and helping you through making decisions. So I think 
really at the end of the day, you need accountability from an accountant. You need the expertise of an accountant and uh, really making sure things get done in a timely fashion because we're busy, we're doing other things, we don't have time to, to monitor all that. Whereas they have key filing deadlines that for all of their clients and they know quarterly this happens, monthly this happens, annually this happens, I need, you know, or if you have a bi yeah. weekly payroll or bi-weekly payroll, they know they need to get it done, it's on their calendar, it happens routinely for everybody in there and they have as a client. Yeah. Yeah, and they know what form needs to be filed, how yep. the government wants to see things done. Yep. Like they, you know, this is again, they're, yep. they're the expert in it. And frankly, like we start talking about some of that stuff, I start to black out. Like I personally <laughs> yeah. find zero interest in it. It's like, you know, uh, I, you know, to me, I'm not excited by doing any of that work. Most people who are like, I have some friends who are accountants, like they love it. Yep. Like they are into that level of detail and the structure and all those things. Like it's just for me, I, I'm going to procrastinate. I, knowing myself, I'm going to procrastinate doing it because I don't like doing it. Odds are I'm probably going to make some mistakes. Um, but to get someone who's excited about it, enthusiastic and wants to spend their time there, like <clears throat> that's money well spent in my book. Yeah. What if you are the guy that's, that loves doing it? That, that would be the other thing. If you're not good at it. Yeah. Making sure you have, if you want to do that stuff yourself, have the layer of accountability from an accountant would be helpful too. Right. Because I know... They're not common. Yeah. But every once in a while, I'll come across a, a contractor that says, oh, bookkeeping, that's my thing. <laughs> yeah. Why are they building money? Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. they do a good job keeping up with their books. Right. The temptation is to take it too far. Yeah. And then where's your time, right? right. Uh, and I always, you know, if you break it down, like, what's your hourly rate? What's your time worth? You know? Yeah. Um, and then you understand, like, hey, what is my time worth? And is this a good use of it? Would I rather spend it somewhere else? And what's actually generating, where's my time generating the most most revenue for my business. It's yep. probably not neck deep in your books. Yeah. Um, trying to figure out the tax code for this quarter. Like that's probably not where you're being the most valuable to your business. Yeah. And uh, the cash flow part of it, we didn't touch on, but that, I think that's another aspect where you can, an accountant can give us some guidance. This bill's coming up. You got a, you know, $12,000 payroll tax bill coming up or whatever it is. And yeah, you know, make sure you don't split, uh, spend the money on something yeah. that you're unprepared for or right. tax bill coming at the end of the year. Mm -hmm. Uh, those kinds of things. Even, yeah, tax bills and, you know, write-offs and, you know, what, when should, is it smarter to spend my money? Let's say I need to uh, get a new truck or upgrade some tools or replace some things in my business or, you know, buy a new piece of equipment to allow yep. me to do more. Like for them making that strategic decision of when should you make that purchase to be most tax advantageous, um, that's a good person to have in your yep. corner to be able to give you that sort of the insight. The more information they have and the more expertise they have specific to you as their client, I think the better off they're going to be able to advise us. Yeah. So it really, I think we, we start really going into how do we tee up this relationship where, we, yeah. where it's awesome. Yeah. All right. So now I realize I shouldn't DIY it. <laughs> I understand what an accountant can actually do for me. Yeah. Um, let's talk about how do you have a, a good uh, a good experience with your accountant. Starts off with how you set the terms of the relationship. What is the role that they have related to your business? And what do you need? So number one. Are they doing the accounts payable? Are you doing the accounts payable, accounts receivable? When you go right down the line, what do you, what are you doing, a hundred percent? What are they doing, a hundred percent? And what are you guys sharing responsibility on? Right. Yeah. When you're sharing responsibility, who owns it? Who makes sure that it mm -hmm. gets done? You know, is the accountant the advisor, or do they own it and I'm supplementing them? Yeah. Understanding the role your accountant plays in your business and making sure that they know their role. Right. Is super important and really. It even defines who you hire. Right. 
if that person is not an expert in payroll or they don't do payroll, you come with them later saying, hey, I need somebody to do my payroll or what do I do here? And they say, well, that, we didn't sign up for that or that's not something we're, we're good at. Or it'll keep you really on track having the list out the expectations. I need you to right. file my taxes. I need you to run my payroll. I need you to keep up with bookkeeping or not. Yeah. I need you to handle uh, reporting. I need you to know at the end of the month how much money I have. Those yep. kinds of things. Yep. And for some accounts, that might not be their game. They might specialize in, I'd really just help you with your taxes, and that's all I do. Right. And you're going to have to proactively reach out to them for anything, and they're not going to want to yep. be bothered, you know. Um, Great but finding, point. finding someone who actually is like, no, I actually want to be a strategic advisor and help you out. Yes. You know, and answer your phone calls and give you advice and give you input on things you ought to do differently. Um, what's their business model, you know? Um, yeah. they have one just like you do. Uh, and they have a specialty and some have a niche that might not be the right person. Yeah. So I've, I've been through this process several times looking for an accountant and uh, making those phone calls and just keep looking. I mean, sometimes you got to make multiple phone calls. I think we have to be prepared for it not being easy yeah. right out of the gate. Yeah. The first guy that picks up the phone might not be the accountant we look for. Or the, I'm sorry, the first accountant we that picks up the phone is might not be the guy we want. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Talk about qualities you needed. One, so if you're talking to them, what are specific things you're? We talk about expertise, but what about the value of trust and how do you establish trust with these guys? Who's doing what on that? If it's an accounting firm, mm -hmm. are you dealing with one person? Is it five people? This is a big aspect of trust. If it's a small shop, you might be dealing with one advisor who's doing the tax return. Uh, you might have. I've had this before where you have one key person and then you have somebody else doing the grunt work. Mm -hmm. How do you get billed for it? Are you getting two bills for every interaction when they're both on the on the phone call? You likely will. They're, they don't come free. So yeah. you need to know what kind of what the bills are going to look like at the end of the day. But back to trust. You need to be able to to really hand off. There are laws and regulations that apply to accountants. When you pass off your books, those these are private details. Obviously, yeah. if it's illegal, then it might be something right. that, <laughs> that yeah. changes that. Yeah. But um, they're supposed to keep, there's confidential, con mm -hmm. confidentiality that's assumed. So they're not spreading your information around. So I think you can sort of assume a certain level of trust, but when it comes down to really being an open book with them and just saying, here's what I've done that I don't know that it's right. Yeah. And if they're right, if they're blocking at that and saying, well, I don't know if I want you as a client, we'll get that out of the way right away. Right. Yeah. Because odds are you're going to, if you know, you might have your books in a pretty messed up state by the time you hand them over. You Either know? the fault of ourselves or right. the fault of the previous person that did the books. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've talked to one of one of my good friends is a builder and he was talking about how he had somebody handling all of his stuff, just complete trust, not not a not somebody he should have trusted, not an accountant, somebody working in his office. And next thing you know, he's getting a letter from the IRS. Huge cost to him because stuff's not getting handled right. So he had trust in somebody he should not have trust in. Right. Well, I think you run into nepotism too, right? So I think this is where, mm -hmm. you know, uh, why you shouldn't hire a family member. Or you mentioned it earlier, somebody who's maybe fresh out of school and they, you're know, trying to yep. do them a favor by giving them some business. Yep. Um, this is a, this is a, there's a critic. Sometimes that's an okay thing to do in this scenario. Probably not. Um, and whether that nepotism is just in your office because you think the person who you think you got someone who knows what they're doing or they did at their last job, like, you know, th those are things that uh, you can get burned by pretty quick. Mm -hmm. um, and especially if you're, you know, friends, family, that sort of thing. Um, Always open your own mail in construction. You know, mm -hmm. any business owner needs to open there. If it's addressed to you, you open it. Yeah. That's a simple thing. Yeah. That 
probably gets missed as guys grow, as they scale, as they have someone for that, they might not. Yeah. They're missing that. Takes you 30 seconds to read something and say, Oh, that's for the, that's for the accountant. That's for the lawyer. That's yep. for my office manager. Right. That's, for, you know, or <laughs> yeah. shoot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what happened there? Right. Right. And these agencies, they're not out to, to bankrupt you. Yeah. They will if you ignore them, but yeah. I mean, they're really going to send you a nice, friendly letter, essentially saying, "Hey, you missed this return, or this isn't right, or we have a question here, or yeah. even an audit scenario." You want to make sure that you have relationship that where there's trust, where that person knows your business. Yeah, where you're saying, "Okay," and that really helps you. Yeah, yeah, um, that makes a lot of sense. All right, so we talked about why you need one, uh, typical reasons why guys uh, procrastinate or avoid getting one, uh, how to work with them, what they can do for you specifically. Let's talk about timing. Uh, when should uh, when should someone plan on hiring an accountant if they're just getting started or if they're a year or two in? When should they do it? As soon as possible because you don't want to be in a scenario. I found myself in this a couple of times where I did procrastinate in finding somebody. A couple of things happen. One of the problems is you need your tax return done in three weeks. Everybody that's good is busy. Yeah. So the people that are not, I mean, you go to H&R Block and say, hey, I need my tax return filed. And they've never seen any of your books before. Mm -hmm. You're going to find somebody that's fairly available because they're not all that great at it. Yep. And uh, next thing you know, you're going to get a tax return back that might not be right. I had that happen to me where there's a huge, I mean, I had a $20,000 tax liability. And by just probing it a little bit and looking into it, I was able to catch the mistake and realize I didn't even owe any tax. Yeah. It's a $26,000 swing one direction Jeez. or the other. Yeah. Just because something wasn't prepared right. Yeah. So if you're in that position where you're trying to find somebody that can do your accounting work, can file your taxes, and you don't have relationship, you don't have trust, you don't have any experience of working with them, they don't know your books, they're going to do their best effort. You might not do uh, what you need to do in order for them to get it done right. Yeah. You know, your, your books might not be right. Their job might not be done right. So yeah. Get it done now. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think if you find yourself in a crisis moment yeah. uh, and you start looking, right, hey, taxes are due or I'm, you know, just got this letter from the IRS and then you're looking for an accountant. You, you want options. Yeah. And you, yeah, if you don't have options because you procrastinated, you know, that, that's a tough spot to be in. And so it's kind of like, you know, this is a relationship that's good to form at a time of peace, not a time of war. <laughs> you yes. know what I mean? Like uh, un under crisis this is not a space you want to be. So especially right now, if you're listening to this and you're like, well, I don't know if I need one, that's absolutely the time you should go get one. Because by the time you're like, oh shoot, I need an accountant. Now you're scrambling and it could be a very expensive procrastination down the line. So true. Yeah. So, um, well, great content today uh, on why we need an accountant, uh, really the reasons we don't do it, when you should get one, uh, key things to look for, what could they, they could be doing for you. Um, again, I think if you're running a business, uh, is a key person to have on the team. It can um, be a beautiful thing too. It can yep. work so well. And when you get on it early, you, you have that relationship, you have the expectations defined, it can really be yep. a huge stress relief for you as a business owner. Yeah. Where you know it's getting handled right. Uh, you need help sorting something out. Yeah. You need to be able to make a phone call. You've got an expert on your team that Absolutely. knows what they're talking about. Yep. And if that's not working out for you right now, if you have an accountant and you're not having that experience where they're providing what you need, maybe you need to start looking for a different accountant. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're not, and if you're doing it yourself, save yourself a headache. Yeah. <laughs> just pay the money. Yeah. And I, I mean, yeah, nobody paid us to say that. I mean, it's just from personal experience, right? Your personal experience, mine. Yeah. You know, we, you know, this is where we drop the sponsorship from an accounting firm right now for the podcast. Just kidding. <laughs> no. uh, uh, now sponsor all just common sense, common uh, wisdom on how to, yeah. how to run your business. Right. So, yeah. all right. We appreciate your time. Uh, we'll see you guys next time on the contractor commute.